Pamela had worried incessantly about Julia's living alone and had called daily to check up on her. Because she didn't work, Pamela had time on her hands, and because her children were both grown, she needed someone else to mother. It didn't matter that she was younger than Julia by five years. She had always had the manner of an overseer, even as a child. If Julia wasn't home when she called, Pamela left a message, usually constructed around a warning of some kind. Always check the backseat of your car before getting in. Don't order with a credit card over the phone. Wear flat shoes in case you need to run. She often included reports of tragic outcomes for people she had heard about who failed to follow these rules. Julia almost pressed the button to listen, but she stopped. She was bone-tired and mentally spent. She wasn't in the mood to hear her sister's voice reminding her that evil prowled the earth. She turned and went to her bedroom instead. She took off her skirt, removed her jewelry, pulled her sweater over her head, and took her time putting everything away in its place. From the hook on the back of the bathroom door, she took her housecoat, slipped it on, and snapped it up. Even as she did these things, she was thinking of the hours ahead. Since it was the last Friday night of the school year, she had no papers to grade. The evening gaped before her, with no plans to fill it, which was part of the reason for her present unrest. By putting on her housecoat, she realized she had already decided not to take a walk, which was one way to spend an hour or so, now that daylight saving time was in effect. But for now, she had supper to think about. On her teaching days, she often ate a substantial lunch in the faculty cafeteria on campus and only snacked in the evening. Today, however, she hadn't felt like walking over to the cafeteria, choosing her food, sitting at the same corner table with Marcy Kingsley, her only real friend among her colleagues. Today had been a day of reflection. She had stayed in her office between her morning and afternoon classes. When Marcy had stopped by to get her, she had begged off, claiming a headache. She had bought a bag of pretzels from the vending machine and busied herself going through the bottom drawer of her desk, discarding entire folders of old papers and ditto masters. Ditto masters, dozens and dozens of them, some handwritten, It was hard to believe she had hung on to such antiquities so long. Afterward, she had run new copies of an exam, cleaned out the top desk drawer, dusted her bookshelves. And then, because she still had a half hour left before her three o'clock class, she had sat at her desk with her door cracked, listening to the graduate teaching assistants socializing in the hallway. They were as eager for summer as the undergrads. Not one of them had yet wished her well during the coming year. By now, they had probably forgotten all about the announcement in the February faculty meeting, after which there had been a pattering of polite applause for the two professors chosen for sabbaticals, Julia and Harry Tobias, who taught psychology. Julia didn't fully understand the selection process, but she knew it was a committee decision and that the words, having distinguished yourself by the length and quality of your service, had been used by Dean Moorhead 
when he first informed her of the award privately. Though he didn't add the words, and because of your recent personal difficulties, he might as well have, for Julia was certain a measure of pity had also figured into the committee's choice. Though she had pretended to be pleased and honored, it was mostly shock she had felt. That, and the beginnings of worry, as she tried to take in what it would mean to the comforting structure of her life to have a year off. Long ago, she had resigned herself to the mischief of time. For though a year could pass swiftly, the days within that year could seem endless. And each day included a night. Stepping into her bedroom slippers, she thought of all the nights like this she would have to fill in the coming year. She was struck with the urgent need to write up a list of projects she wanted to complete and place.